Hello and welcome to I'm Speaking with Elizabeth West. I am your host. This episode I will be talking about, it's a follow-up to the last one, uh, which episode uh, 16, which was Do You Hate Asking for Help Part 2. Um, and that was uh, the, the, I had an episode number eight, which was the first time that I titled it Do You Hate Asking for Help, which was my most popular episode. So I figured I would do a, a quote-unquote follow-up. And um, that was episode 16, the last one. And so this one, um, episode 17, is um, Ask and You Shall Receive. Because I'm talking about how I'm turning over a new leaf. And since 2021, I've been turning over a new leaf and asking for help. No matter how uncomfortable difficult it might feel like pulling teeth I always say that that uh, term pulling teeth uh yeah so with all that I turned over a new leaf in 2021 and I said no more I need to ask for help so uh this one is aptly titled ask and you shall receive so in 2021 last year uh, if you're listening to this in real time <laughs> 2021 um I had a I needed financial assistance I had um I'm not going to get into the details but I had an investment that backfired and um I needed financial assistance now the old me would have just flailed um wouldn't have said anything probably might have who knows what would have happened Maybe I'd be, you know, uh, on the street or homeless or, I mean, not to be dr- dramatic, but it probably could have happened because if I didn't ask for help, then, I mean, I wouldn't have gotten assistance financially and then, you know, the bills wouldn't have got paid and, you know, what happens from there is downward spiral, so to speak, because, then things are getting cut like you don't have you know you you might not have utilities electricity you know minor detail right so everything's just like a downward spiral well since i turned over a new leaf uh last year in 2021 i i was ahead of it i saw that i was going to need assistance and um the old me would have wouldn't have asked for help i would have probably i would have ignored it swept it under the rug under the rug so to speak I would have done all that and I would have just messed myself up so to speak because you know no one would know so no one could help me if I don't ask then you know like asking you shall receive well you're not going to receive if you don't ask so uh I went ahead and uh don't want to say white knuckled it but I just I did it so I saw things were coming down the pike I was going to need financial assistance so um the first thing I did was I asked family and uh uh yeah I I uh it was pulling like pulling teeth I'm telling you it wasn't easy very difficult I felt and another thing is that I realized I am such a martyr to myself I would never think this of anyone else asking me for financial help the way I think about myself, that is a whole nother podcast episode. I know I have talked about, are you more of a martyr than a motivator? 
Um, but I don't think I, w I covered this section, you know, of it, which is um, when it was financially speaking, oh my gosh, was I a martyr and I still am a martyr. So I had to check myself um, real quick um, because I had to, number one, believe in myself and number two, realize that there is, I'm not a horrible person. I just need some assistance right now. And number three, it's not going to be forever. It's just for temporarily. It's just a temporary thing slash temporarily. Will I need this help, this assistance? So I had to kind of like, not say buck up, but that's the only term I could think of right now. But I had to buck up and like, hey, why am I being a martyr to myself and feeling like, I am such a loser with a capital L when it's like everybody goes through financial or needs financial, goes through financial distress is what I was going to say and or needs financial assistance at some point. You know what I mean? Because things happen. Life happens. You know what I mean? And so it's like, anyway, so I was, after I was done, first I was a martyr to myself and then I was like, I need to buck up and I need to believe in myself and, um, you know, they talk about marketing in a way I kind of had to market it, um, that, you know, kind of like if you're, if you think about uh, the situation when you're asking for a loan from the bank, for example, I know about this because when I had a mortgage before I've had a mortgage and you're talking to like the, the the uh you know the bank and you know you're you're telling them like you know you're showing them all of your you know um that you know you can you can cover it and you're good and you know and they have to you know they they, they interview you basically make sure that you're good to go and check out all of your financials and all that so basically all that to say that um I had to do that for myself because I was vouching for myself so I had to vouch so I was I was basically explained it and I said first 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 of all I had to believe in myself and realize that I am not a loser with a capital L and that it, it's okay. It happened. Things happen and not everybody. I mean, sometimes people need help. So after I got over that, then I, I, um, proceeded to ask, um, I asked family first and I just said, I just kept it real. I was transparent. I was vulnerable. And I said, you know, I need assistance right now. Um, I was ahead of the game because I knew I saw it coming down the pike. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, you know, I saw that I was going to need help. So I was like ahead of it, which is the new me. You know, the old me wouldn't have done this. The old me would have just, uh, who knows where I would be <laughs> if I was just thinking of my old, doing my old ways. Um, uh, but the new me was like no more, you know, turning over a new leaf. So. I, you know, first I believed in myself, believed in myself. And then secondly, I kind of, you know, said vouched. And I said, you know, this is only temporary. I just need it for this, you know, just now for this amount of time. It's only going to be for this many weeks because it was really was a difference of a few weeks, which it's like, you know, the martyr in me was like, oh my gosh, why would you ask for, why would you do that? Like, why are you a loser? You're a loser. You fit, you're a fit, you failed. You know, all these negative things that we tell ourselves, it's just crazy. So again, that's going to probably be another podcast episode, but, um, being a martyr to myself, you know, got over that. So 
then I vouched for myself and I said, you know, this is only temporary, you know. Um, and I did get some of that, I want to call it pushback. I kind of got that, I felt it. I felt like um, I was looking down on, looked down on. Um, and I think I might, I probably was. I don't think I was imagining it, you know, because when I was asking, it's kind of like, well, why did you get into the situation? And it's like, well, um, you know, uh, well, the fact is that I'm in the situation. So we can't change, we can't go back in time, number one. So I just kind of like kept it to the point and I just said, you know, I can vouch for myself. I only need this assistance now. It's only temporary. It's not going to be forever. It's only going to be the difference of a few weeks. Can I get your help? You know, basically like yes or no. Um, and, you know, and I got and I did get help um, from the family members that I asked. And I was upfront. I was vulnerable. I was transparent. Again, I'm not trying to say that it was the way I felt was perfect. It was like, it wasn't like wonderful, you know, rainbows and what do they call it? Rainbows and butterflies. It wasn't like that at all. But the fact of the matter is that I did it and I got the help that I needed. So I, I, I went to family, uh, and, and, um, you know, explained again, vouched for myself you know, uh, like what I think of it as marketing in a way that, you know, you have to kind of vouch for yourself. You have to show like getting a mortgage, you know, you have to show to the bank, you have to show to the broker, you know, you're good, you're good. And you know, you're good for your word and that it's only temporary. You know what I mean? It's like, I stress the word temporary. It's like, this is temporary. This is not forever. I'm not asking for your, for help, for assistance. And then I'm going to go off into, um, you're never going to see it. I mean, you're going to see this, the difference of a few weeks. So when I stressed that and vouched for that and said that, it's like the person was like, you know what? They were more, you know, they saw that I kind of like ha had this um, conviction is the word that I can think of, which is probably the best word. I had this conviction, what I was, what I was saying. And I was like, I'm good for my word. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that's just going to not, not do something. You know, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So, um, so they, you know, I got some help from, from, from family. And then the next thing was, the next thing was, um, calling, um, companies that I, ha that I had bills for. So a lot of that was, you know, um, cell phone and I had, um, I had uh, like business expenses that, that were, they fall under business expenses, which was um, like website um, company and um, a website company and things like that, uh, that, um, that I purchased. And at the time I was good, but then of course this was before that, that investment that I spoke of, you know, why I got into this into this quote unquote mess <laughs> in the first place, the investment that backfired, which, you know, I didn't, you know, of course I didn't know at the time it happened later after I had purchased, purchased some of these things, these, um, these, uh, made these business, had these business expenses. And, um, anyway, so why I needed the, um, uh, the help, the financial assistance. And, um, I called a lot of these companies and just utility utilities in general, you know, like, you know, electricity and, and you know, you have the water bill, all these bills. So I called these companies. Um, internet was huge. I totally forgot to mention that. Internet was huge. And um, 
I basically just started calling every company and I had a list and I did, I was a beast. I basically asked every single company, number one, did they have a hardship uh, situation where, and that is with a lot of companies will have this that I didn't know about, but I kind of was like, um, I, I forgot how I found out about this, but I found out about this at some point. Never used it really, but I think it's because I f a lot of times we forget about that. A lot of companies will have this. Um, some of these, uh, some, some, some credit card companies will have it sometimes. Um, anyway, so I asked if they had a hardship, these, these companies that I'm calling, um, where they will let you, uh, maybe with this one company that I'm thinking of in particular, they let me not, they let me skip some payments. So I didn't have to pay for a couple of months, which was huge. That was huge. Cause when you're counting every penny, you know what I mean? And you want to make sure you have a roof over your head. So anyway, so that was, that was one thing. So found out about that. Another thing was some companies had hardship. Well, I guess that was a hardship as well. Um, but they let you skip the payments. Now, some companies wouldn't let you skip the payments, but they would, as long as you let them know, so right, asking for help, letting them know ahead of the time, not after the fact you're already behind. Before I was even behind, I was calling these companies and letting them know, hey, I, I am in a bind right now. I'm in a pinch. And what can I do to keep, to, to still, you know, be up to date with my bills and not be not get have to go to collection so to speak or default I mean it takes time to go to collections but still I didn't want to default on anything and be like in bad standing so to speak with any of these companies so I communicated again asking for help and so some had hardships some had where I can skip payments some had it where I could do a payment arrangement like my cell phone company they let you do payment arrangements, which is you pay, you split the bill in half um, or it, whatever, however you want to split it. But you basically pay half of it or whatever percentage that you decide on. You pay some of it in a couple of weeks and then the, the remaining in the next couple of weeks. So if anything, I look at it as it's buying you time to make that money, you know, to work, get that money back if you're borrowing money you know like I said from family or whatever you gives you time to get that money and to then pay these bills so payment rate some one company or two companies were payment arrangements um, internet I that was was that a payment arrangement oh the internet was um I did a little bit of both because it was a couple this took place over a couple of months it wasn't that long it's interesting how I was such a martyr to myself like I was such a loser and it's like it, it was only like a couple of months like it was a few, a few weeks the difference of a few weeks and then I was got back on my feet and it was fine you know what I mean but you know I just had that I was in a bind for that for that time and I needed assistance and um yeah so so some companies were uh, uh the internet was uh my internet company they gotta have internet right and so they uh I did uh, oh, I did a um, I did a payment arrangement and and you can choose the date. So I just chose the latest date in the month. Um, and that way 
it gave me, again, buying me time. It bought me time to then get the money to then pay them by the time that date that I made it for, which was like the last day of the month. I think I did the 30th of the month or something like that. That way I would still be in good standing with them, but yet I changed the date of my, you know, that's another thing, changing the dates of your payments. You can do that, which I didn't know for all of my life. Most of my life, I didn't know that you can call any company practically and change your payment date and just, you know, and they, I mean, it'll take usually like I know like cell phones, I think it takes, I don't know, some, some places it takes like a couple of weeks or a month, three weeks, four weeks, month, whatever to actually fully change it. But if you're calling in and you're letting them know ahead of time, like, Hey, I really, you know, I noticed, I know that I've had the payment date of, let's just, I'm just throwing this out there. I had a payment date of the 5th of the month, but you know what? It really doesn't, you know, um, it, it it's really not, a, that's really not a good week for me to, or a good day for me to pay. Can I change it to the 15th or something like that? And most companies, if not all companies will adhere to that. And so that's, again, something I learned later in life, like, oh, you can change the payment date. You don't just have to sit there and sweat and be like, oh, my gosh, can I pay it? Because maybe you don't get paid during the 5th. Maybe you get paid on the 10th. You know what I mean? Or maybe you get paid on the 15th, but your bill is coming out on the 5th. Well, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? You want to make it in, in a lot of companies. That's all you have to say. You just have to say, you know, hey, when I get paid you know, it, it, it does, it conflicts with my payment due date. Or sometimes I've had times where, um, a lot of big bills are due with the same week. That's also an issue. You know, you can also say that you can say, Hey, you know, I got a lot of bills coming out this week, this day or whatever, or within these couple of days, I need to change my payment date, you know, because of that. And so, like I, like I said, a lot of these companies will adhere to that. So I did a little bit of everything, but I was a beast basically. And I was like not taking no for an answer. And I was also being proactive, hence asking for help, (laughs) asking for help. I was ahead of the game, right? I saw it coming down the pike and I'm like turning over a new leaf and I'm going to need assistance. So I got that help. All because I asked. Um, Another thing is that there are a couple of companies that um, I I sent them, depending on um, if they they didn't have um, phone call access, you can't call them. Um, There's some companies that were, um, I emailed, I would email them. And a couple of companies I emailed and I was just like, look, I was just transparent and vulnerable. And I just said, and I was, again, I was ahead of the game. I didn't wait until it was, I was in default. I didn't wait until after my payment was due. I did it before my payment was due. So it was like a heads up. And there's two, a couple of companies that I can think of that I um, emailed. And I just said, you know what, this is what, this is what's going on with me. You know, I'm going to need, I I, I am, I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to, to pay that payment Um, This is just a temporary bind for me, but um, this is what's going on with me, you know, and I just wanted to give you a heads up and is there 
any way that I could pay later, which is the difference of a few, at the time, it was a difference of like a few weeks. So, um, like one company, I had a payment plan and it was like four, it was four months, but I think because of my, um, my situation, I needed financial assistance. Uh, I got it. It, I actually paid it off in like five to six months. So instead of four months, it was like five or five to six months that I paid it off. But, um, I let them know ahead of time, told them what was going on. This is why I was transparent. I was vulnerable and transparent. Transparent is really key. Just told them, told them what was going on and they had empathy and thank, thankfully they had empathy. These are small businesses, by the way. And so, you know, not, it wasn't like a, uh, I wasn't calling like a huge, like my internet company, they don't really care. But with them, with the big companies, that's when I did the changed, I either did payment arrangements or I did, did it where I paid, made the payment, changed the payment date, which was huge, a huge help. Or yeah, I did one of the two or I would just make it like a payment arrangement and then make the date really late in the month so that I could then get the money, accumulate the money to then pay them and you know, bought, bought me time. I looked at it like this, let me buy some time, you know, cause I just need time to be able to get the money to then pay these, these bills. And so going back to these private companies, these small companies that were really great, they were, they empathized with me because I was transparent. I just told them, you know, from the get go. And, um, before the payment was behind, basically is before the payment was due and they, they empathized with me, thankfully. This is thankfully, this is a blessing because they, you know, um, and so anyway, it, it, it was the difference of, you know, paying it off in the four months. It was like five months or six months. So I, it, I paid for it. I mean, it's paid, it's paid off. Um, at this point, you know, this is months later, but it was, it was paid off. It just was a little bit later. And I just told them that I said, I'm going to pay you. I'm good for my word. I just need some assistance right now. I just need to have delayed, quote unquote, delayed payments is what I said. I just need to pay. I just need a little bit more time to get the money to then pay you. And so they empathized and a um, couple of companies. And um, at this point in time, which is several months later, they've everybody's paid. I paid everybody off. I paid everybody that I said I was going to pay. I kept my word. Um, and, and, um, but this was all due to me asking for help. It was all due to me asking for help. You know, again, if it would have been in the old me, I would have ignored it. I would have swept it under the rug. I would have been like, I don't want to do it because I don't like the way it makes me feel. I feel like a loser, capital L with a capital L. You know, I suck. You know, I would have let the martyr take over. And another thing is like, this is a whole nother thing. I feel like this could be another podcast. Well, actually I did write, have it down in my notes for a podcast episode. Money blocks, money, two words, money blocks, two more words, money mindset, huge, huge learning all these things about myself. Um, I have a tendency to have a scarcity mindset, so to speak with money. My money mindset is jacked up. I'm just going to keep it real. <laughs> And it's because I know why, why, and, and it's actually, I'm not, um, it's, it's actually not, what is it? What I'm trying, what am I trying to say? It's the norm. Most people, if not all people have a problem with money, money mindset. Even if you're rich, 
if you, even if you grew up rich, you could have grown up with a you know silver spoon, and or it, you could be you know you grew up poor. I grew up poor, um, and it doesn't matter. It's just your mindset about it. Do you have money? Quote unquote and, and slash or I should say slash money blocks. That's another, that's a whole nother thing. And I probably might talk about that in maybe the next episode but or a, few, a near, very near future podcast episode. But yeah, about money blocks, which is huge. Um, some women entrepreneurs, and I'm not going off on a tangent because this has to do with this, because I'm talking about, this is all that has to do with money anyway, really. My mindset, because why did I need financial assistance in the first place, right? And why did I, um, why do I have the scarcity mindset, which I had to kind of like, turning over a new leaf with that as well that mindset because in 2021 asking for help and then also changing my mindset to not think scarcity which is the way that I've been my whole life you know what I mean Mo I've been my whole life scarcity mindset and um uncovering that having that mindfulness about that oh my gosh it's huge so some of the people that have helped entrepreneurs that I look up to and mentors, I look up, they're mentors to me. Um, Denise Duffield Thomas, you know, she has the book. Um, I guess I got to check off the explicit, but I'll just say get rich, lucky B, but you know, B I T C H is get rich, lucky B. Um, she has that book. She has a book also called showpreneur. Um, great books. I have, I love them. I mean, um, uh, I have them on audible and I love them and I've listened to them a couple of times and it'll probably be, I'll probably continue to re-listen to them as well. Another um, one of my, someone that I look up to in business, woman, a woman entrepreneur is uh, Rachel Rogers. And she has the book, We Should All Be Millionaires. Uh, woman of color. So I also relate to her. Um, and she grew up poor as well. And it's just, it's all in our mindset. It's interesting I say interesting, but it's really not that interesting, but it is also, it's a trip. I'm just going to say that it's a trip, how we think about money and how it will affect us. And an, another thing being women, being women affects us too, because I mean, I'm sure it's not the first time, you know, we are not, we're not supposed to know about money. Right. And I'm doing air quotes. We're not supposed, we're groomed to be like, marry a rich man you know what I mean do you know um marry a rich man or uh you know you know does you know only marry someone that you know has a quote-unquote good job you know what I mean or whatever and it's like uh okay it's 2022 right now and um I how about I I'll be the one how about I'm, I'm be the one to be the, 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 <laughs> the rich one <laughs> or the one with the ideas. This is what Denise Duffield Thomas talks about. And also Rachel Rogers. Um, and they, they, you know, it's like, they're, they're the ones that are the, you know, um, uh, that, that are the founders of their, of their companies. You know, they're the ones that are spearheading, spearheaded their ideas spearheaded their companies that are now multi-million dollar companies and it was because of the, you know it, it wasn't because they quote-unquote married a rich man you know it was because they they were they had the opportunity to they were able to do it and they kept 
they kept on they they didn't just quote unquote I want to say give up on their dreams and just think oh I guess I'll just um marry you know marry someone and my dreams will just go down the drain or all these ideas that I have to be like this successful I don't know I'm just you know xyz um uh, anyway I'm what I'm really trying to say is what I'm really trying to say is um because of these two women um and many other women entrepreneurs that I look up to and that are mentors to me I'm like you know enough with this um you know let me and and there's actually a mug Elizabeth McCravey um design this mug which is I'm, I'm gonna have to I actually want to buy it <laughs> I'm gonna I need to get it but she designed it and it says uh uh hopefully I have the, the right words but Mary be the CEO that your that you your mom always wanted you to marry I think is what it says something something to that effect there's a mug that she has that she designed it's like be the CEO that your mom always wanted you to marry I think is what the saying is and this is on a mug and um that's what I'm talking about I'm gonna be that that one I'm not gonna be like you know let me marry somebody that is you know let me let me marry a quote-unquote let me marry a rich man no I'll be that rich CEO how about that <laughs> you know what I mean let's flip it <laughs> like I love this I love to like that saying flip it on its head I'm, let's flip it on its head I'll be the one to do it you know what I mean so anyway that's how I feel about that but um all this to say um ask and you shall receive because I asked I received and like I said it wasn't easy it was very difficult I had to get over my being a martyr to myself and it's not over it's we're works in progress nobody's perfect um I mean we're all I'm a martyr to myself every two seconds you know what I mean? So it's just a matter of, like I said, vouching for myself. I had to believe in myself and I vouched for myself and I kept it to the, I kept it kind of like you're talking to a bank, right? When I talked about that earlier in this episode, it's like you're trying to vouch for yourself. You're like, you're just basically making it, you're, you're, you're saying the truth, really. You're saying like, hey, it was only a difference of a few weeks. You know, it's, it's only, I'm in a bind right now. I'm in a pinch. I'm in a bind and I need some financial assistance and didn't know this was going to happen however I'm going through it right now and I do need some assistance and basically being a beast about you know asking for help and calling contacting every company one by one and seeing whether you can do a payment arrangement or a um uh if they had a hardship where like one company in particular I can think of that they if you you mentioned to them that you had a hardship and you know you explained it to them in detail that you know they would approve it and when this company approved it because I told them what happened they approved it and basically there I didn't have to pay for a few a few months which is again huge because every penny you're counting every penny at that point every penny makes a difference and that really helped me a lot and so anyway I'm just thankful for all of these. I'm calling them guardian angels because they are. Um, and uh, 
and not getting, I'm grateful that I didn't get into that scarcity mindset, money, that money mindset that I talked about also in this episode um, that I normally get into. And I'm glad I didn't go there because my tendencies are to go there. Um, and, um, but yeah, meditation helped a lot too, because when I was starting to go downward spiral with my money mindset, scarcity mindset that I had, I've had my whole life and I'm still dealing with it, trying to, of course, you know, we're never going to be perfect. We're all works in progress, you know, till our last day. So we're not, no one's perfect, but, um, having that mindfulness about that, you know, um, was, uh, was huge and and I caught myself as I was going down the downward spiral. I caught, um, I tried to catch myself and I did catch myself with this situation that happened a few months ago back in 2021 and I was getting ready to go down the woe is me um, downward spiral and then I got, I, I, I meditated on it um, and I got the answers that were like, you're gonna be okay, but you need to ask for help. And you need to vouch for yourself and you're not a loser and it's okay. It's okay. And it will be okay. So anyway, ask and you shall receive y'all ask and you shall receive. It really works. It really works. Um, if this episode was of value to you, if you could please share, follow and rate it, I have, I'll have a link in the show notes, um, that, uh, it's one link. And it, and it goes to Apple or Spotify, depending on which podcast platform that you listen to um, podcasts on, that you're listening to this on. And it will allow you, there's a couple of companies that are not on there yet. Um, for example, Stitcher, I don't believe is on there yet, but most podcast platforms are on there. And that way it's one link and it will go to whatever podcast platform that you listen to it on. It'll just pick it up. And then you could leave a rating. That would be great if you could leave me a rating. If you could share it, follow and rate. If you would be so kind, that's all great. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And yeah, the next podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about money mindset. So that'll be the next one. Because I realized when I was talking about this, I was like, that is something that I would like to talk about. Money, like, do you have money blocks? It probably might be the title of it, which is it's it's huge I'm telling you I'm saying I mean I'm telling you it's just it's a trip it is a trip how the way you think about money will affect your money (laughs) wow right it's like wow you know mind-blowing right but it's it's so true it is just a trip again and I'll have this in the show notes as well Denise Duffield Thomas um she has a get rich lucky bee her book and um uh I'm saying B but you know I guess if I were to check off the E for explicit you know I could say the full word but I'll just keep it clean for now and um uh Rachel Rogers has the book we should all be millionaires which is another mind-blowing book amazing um and it's just like wow you know like how our, our mindset about money and how to th- how to think about it you know what I mean and um it's a trip. It's just a trip. So again, we're works in progress. We can just continue to learn. Knowledge is power. That quote, knowledge is power, one of my favorite quotes as well. And you know, my Angelou quote, um, you know, when you know better, you do better. So thank you very much again for listening. And uh, let's see, 
yes, thank you very much for listening. And I will speak to you soon. I appreciate you. Thank you very much.